Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming, so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talbot, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Welcome back to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined podcast, and we're going to just hop right into today's episode because it's a big one and it's a great question. And the question is, is today's market, the market that we're living in, is the stock market overvalued? And what I want to do to answer this question is give some feedback on a recent conversation I've had. So as you all know, when it comes to financial planning, there's investing, there's tax planning, there's estate planning, there's cash flow, there's budgeting, there's debt, there's a million things. And so what I want to focus on today is really the investment piece. I would say it's the sexy piece when it comes to financial planning and a large reason people come to me or come to any advisor when they want to invest. But what I like to talk about and to give this as an example, when people are looking at their portfolios and they're asking me to evaluate them, what they really want feedback on is not how are they invested. It's really, am I invested in relation to what I want to accomplish? And to give you an example, if someone were to come to me and own everything in let's say America's greatest companies. Let's say you own that S&P 500, the 500 largest companies in the United States. That's awesome. But what you're not doing is you're not exposing yourself to other parts of the market. That might not be bad. That might be intentional, in which case, great. You're already doing an awesome job of making sure you are tailored to your goals. But what you really want to be intentional about is understanding the reason why you are investing the way you are. And I know that's kind of a tongue twister of words, but my point is many people talk about valuations. They talk about Facebook. They talk about Google. They talk about Amazon and say, the price is just so high. I don't know if I should buy it. Did I miss out? I don't want to, which is you often hear, I don't want to buy high and sell low. That sounds dumb. And so that comes to another conversation of should I time the market? When do I invest? I've got a bunch of different episodes on all of those topics, but today's episode is about valuations. And so when you're thinking about the way you're invested and when you're thinking about what your goals are, for the most part, many people, although everyone's in a wants a customized strategy and they do need a customized financial plan, I firmly believe that, but many times if you are saying, hey, I just want to make sure I'm positioned for long-term growth, what happens is if you just own those, let's say, 500 largest companies in America, that's great. America is a large part of the portfolio that I have my clients invested in, but what you're not doing is you're not exposing yourself to other countries where although maybe the companies might be as not as well known what you're doing is getting in at attractive valuations and so valuations is a a word often thrown around in the financial world that just comes to the point of hey does it make sense should i buy this should i not so when you're thinking about your investments and specifically should you be invested in x versus y versus z what you want to ask yourself is really what percent of my portfolio is invested in these large companies, these Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Googles? Because if I just want to buy more and more of that, well, you're absolutely right to the listener who asked this question that the valuations are very high. Meaning, let's say you buy Amazon for $1,500 or whatever it is right now, 
And all of a sudden, and I have no idea if it's at that price. I'm just putting out a number for context. Let's say it's $1,500 per share. So $1,500 to own a small portion of Amazon where you're a part owner now. Well, let's say it goes up and now it's worth, let's say, 1600 So it gone up $100 per share. Well, that 1500 to the 1600 that extra $100 per share is the growth that's been achieved. Now, that's great. It's good that your money grows. But the question is not, should your money have gone up by that amount? The question is, should you be invested in a way that's exactly tailored to your goals? And how do you do that? Well, you do that by owning a wide variety of companies because there might be companies in Asia, there might be companies in Africa, there might be companies in South America that you could get a very small, what we like to call portion of. So in in context, what you're doing is you, you're owning a very large portion of a small portion of the market. Once again, a tongue twister of words. And to elaborate, what that means is your options as an investor is to say, I can just go and own a broad, broad amount of companies. I can own large companies. I can own medium and small sized. And what that means is what are the companies valued at? For example, there are companies worth trillions of dollars like Apple, and that's the valuation of the company. And so it's great to own those companies. But if we only own those companies and those type of companies don't do well for a few years, which has happened in the past, well, now all of a sudden, a bunch of our, the majority really of the value of our funds are invested in those type of companies. And so when we're trying to grow our money, we want to own a portion of these amazing companies that are being built right here in our backyard in America, but we also want to be owning companies all around the world. Because when we're doing that, we're giving our exposure, we're one, decreasing our risk because not a whole lot of our wealth is now in a few sectors. But at the same time, we're increasing our possibility of return by exposing ourselves to markets all around the world. So that's what you want to think about when you're just thinking about the market. And when you're thinking about specifically valuations, assuming that you're doing everything right from a tax perspective and you really just say, I want my money working as hard as I'm working, meaning you go to, jo- you go to work every day and you work hard you want your finances to do the same for you. And so one thing that often clients and prospects are surprised by is that the top 10 stocks right now are close to 30% of the market. What that means is that there are 10 stocks that now make up about 30% of the market. So if you own those top 10 companies, that's great. You're, you're a owner in some of the greatest companies in the world, but there's a risk to that, meaning if those 10 companies or even a few of them tend not to do well for a few years, well, now that that's worth 30% of the market, that's a huge risk that we're exposing ourselves to. Now, oh, there's a reason that people own these companies, and there's a reason that they're expensive. And once away you ta- once once you take away these top 10 companies, the valuation of the other 490 companies in that S&P 500, which as a reminder is the 500 largest companies in the United States, it doesn't look so bad. And so what I ask people to think about, and the problem that investors so often face, is that there are stocks out there that have high valuations and there's high valuations for a reason. Then there's companies that have low valuations and they are cheap for a reason. 
it really comes down to picking your poison. And I'm not trying to say there are cheap stocks and I'm not even trying to say that there are non-expensive because what's expensive to you isn't expensive to someone else. What we really want to think about and what I would be more worried about is if the stock market was not expensive. I'm going to repeat that. I would be more worried if the stock market was not expensive because what the stock market allows us to do and the reason we invest in it and the reason it keeps hitting all-time highs is because we think it'll continue to do so. Remember that as an investor, the biggest race the biggest risk that we face, not the biggest race, the biggest risk that we face is that our money loses value over time. And so what happens is that as our money grows and grows and grows, what we're doing is we're beating inflation. We're not letting the purchasing power, the value of your money die. And so when it comes to what are your options, you can buy real estate, you can invest in the stock market. There's many options you have, but it really just comes down to what do you want to accomplish and what's the best way to get there? So it doesn't mean you have to even care about investing in stocks. It means you can do a passive strategy where you know you're invested passively in the greatest companies in the world. You don't have to be doing day trading. These are not requirements. But for those of you who say, I don't know if I should invest, isn't the valuations of the companies in America just so high right now? The answer is yes. And the answer is for good reason, because we want them to continue to hit all-time highs. We want to continue investing because we want to achieve those goals. And the alternative of not investing isn't going to help us get there. So it's not that you don't have a decision. You always do. It's more so what is the intent behind that decision? What's the reason we're making it? It's just about being intentional. So that's how we view, first of all, investing. And that's how I invest with prospects and clients. So if that's something that is of interest, happy to have that conversation. In the show notes, you will see uh, in the description box a link to schedule a call. That's always free. That's just your opportunity to get to learn more about what it is we do and how we work. And would love to have that conversation with you if that's of interest. But that's today's episode. Please let me know if you have any other questions. You can always send me a message or an email uh, or submit your question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. See you all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know if there's anything in particular you would like me to discuss by submitting a question at personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. Quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.